Cool Concept Podcast with your boy Mikael Miles, and today we have a special guest. Jazz Boy J. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what up, what up? I thought the little break was for me, man. What's going on with you? None, just, you know, bored, chilling. Yeah, bored. Yeah, really bored. No, I feel you on that, man. This quarantine season is crazy. I've been making way more music than I've ever made, so... It's a lot of creativity, <laughs> a lot of boredom at the same time. That's right. That's right, man. That's right. So uh, tell us about yourself. Um, well, yeah, I'm Jan Sport Jay. I'm from Covina, California, uh, which is about 30 minutes outside of L.A. Um, I'm a soulful music producer. I've been uh, working within the L.A. scene. And well, I started in the L.A. scene, but kind of branched out beyond that. Uh, dating back to about 2008-2009 um, I've worked with artists like Stally, Dom Kennedy, Hit Boy Absol um, Planet Asia, a bunch of different people Ty Dolla Sign, stuff like that So it's a little Sky bit about Zoo. me Sky, Sky Zoo. Zoo, yeah Sky Zoo as well <laughs> Yes sir So how did how did you came up with the name Jazz Sport J? Uh, well the name it actually came from Pharrell. Uh, so Pharrell went really? by. Uh, well, it's it's a long story. It's not like I met Pharrell, but um, uh. basically, back in uh, I want to say 2005, 2006, he put out the In My Mind album, and uh, okay. back then it was MySpace. So like there was a whole campaign that he did. He had like that cartoon character that's on the cover, and you mm-hmm. can kind of like uh, make your own version of of it and make it look like yourself, or whatever. So I wore a backpack a lot. My name is Justin, so I made one with a backpack and I just named it Jansport J, similar to Skateboard P, because he's one of my favorite producers. And uh, my boy, uh, B.Dot Water, he was one of the first people I knew that was actually recording music and getting in the studio. So he got, he started working on a mixtape and he shouted me out as Jansport J, because uh, he was rapping on a Little Brother track, which is one of my favorite groups. So. When he said that, I was like, damn, he's going to be famous. I got to take that name and make sure people know he was talking about me. So, yeah, I kind of stumbled into that name, Jansport J. Wow, that's an amazing story that you got that name from there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when did you start producing? Uh, I started making my first beats in high school with my friend. We used to just, uh, we had FL Studio back then. We would just make... Uh, spoof songs we would uh, just kind of mess around but I I really had a passion for it Um, Mm -hmm. so basically we would do that in high school and then I went off to college and uh, we we used to make those beats at his house so I got my first laptop and similar to now I was bored I was bored at school and I was like man I want to make these beats again so I I got a credit card when I was like 18 or 19 I went and bought FL Studio online and I started making beats in my dorm room and when I bought it uh, myself for that first time, that's when I saw it as an investment in myself and I was like, okay, well, if you're going to buy this program you got to like kind of work towards something, so that was Mm kind of like the beginning of my uh, music producer journey, really Oh, that's dope, that's dope, man Yes, sir Okay. Okay, so who is your favorite producer of all time? My favorite producer of all time is Dilla. Uh, I always like to mention uh, Mad Lib, Ninth Wonder, yeah. Premier, and Pete yeah. Rock. Those are like 
my other four that are uh, heavy influences on me. But if I had to pick my absolute favorite, I would say mm-hmm. Dilla. I would also mention Timbaland. Timbaland is the reason why I started making beats. Um, so oh, those okay. are a few, few of my favorites. Uh, of course, Neptune's, uh, Swiss mm-hmm. Beats, Alchemist. You know, I could go on and on. Okay, all right. That's that's a cool list, man. That's a really cool list. Yes, sir. You work with artists like uh, Snoop Dogg, Absol, Sky Zoo, Ty Dollar Sign. What was mm-hmm. it like being in the studio or work with those hip hop artists? Sis? Well, it's interesting because it's such a it's a different era now where a lot of times these records are just made through through email or through uh, yeah a lot, a lot of times it's through email, email and beats, email and verses. So I saw mm-hmm. a lot of those. Uh, those placements happen. Um, outside of that, you know, just being in the studio, I have been in the studio with, uh, out of those people, I want to say, have me and Absol been in the studio? I don't know, me and Absol run into each other a bunch of times back in the day. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's I've, I've been around a couple uh, celebrity artists working with Hit Boy for sure. Um, and it's always interesting to see uh, just these people who are superstars as soon as they walk outside that studio. But when they walk in the studio, it's a sacred place. And, mm-hmm. you know, for example, we'll be in there and uh, me and Hit Boy will be working and Big Sean will come in and work on his album. And it's just like, wow. he's just another regular dude because the studio is a sanctuary. Nobody's, at least his studio, you know I mean? Nobody's acting weird. Nobody's asking for pictures. We're all just equals in there just trying to make good music. So um you know it's it can be exciting at times to meet a lot of people that uh that you looked up to um mm-hmm. that you listen to daily but for me when i'm in the studio when i'm working like all that kind of goes out the window it's about making the best record possible and uh i think that's kind of helped me out so far in my career where people feel like you know i'm there to work i'm not there to be weird or you know <laughs> make the room awkward <laughs> at all so okay all right that's cool yeah who is your favorite artist to work with? Uh, my favorite or, artist to yeah. work with. Um, yeah, it's a great question. I have favorites for different reasons. Um, I love working <laughs> with my man Stally. Uh, me and Stally, okay. we we have a relationship to where we'll <laughs> we'll just we'll talk for a very long. Like we just talked this weekend for two hours on the phone. So I got to be careful working with him because we just get caught up in inspiration, <laughs> just shooting the shit all the time. But um. I love working with Stally. Uh, like I said, my man Hit Boy, uh, Chasing Cash. I love working with. Uh, for the most part, I've been blessed to work with a lot of dope people, honestly. So I, mm-hmm. it's hard to even pick a favorite. Uh, I can't think of too many people who haven't been pleasant to work with. It's really to me about the and uh, people tend to reciprocate that. Okay. Uh, what was your first hip hop? Sorry, what was your first hip hop album? My first hip hop album. So, I actually on my tenth birthday, uh, I went to go. <laughs> my mom gave me some money for my birthday. We went to the warehouse, which was like a music store back in the day, and I bought. Keep in mind, this is nineteen ninety six. So I went and bought Tupac's All Eyes wow. on Me, like a week after it came out. My mom was wow. usually pretty cool about the stuff that I listened to, but we popped in uh, All Eyes on Me and it was a little too much. So we took it back and then <laughs> she had me. Actually, she made a version 
that I could listen to. She took some of the songs off, mm-hmm. but the, uh, the clean version. Yeah, yeah. So well, she didn't even get the clean. <laughs> she made her own version. Like that's how dedicated my mom was. She would sit and listen what? to the whole album and songs that she didn't want me to hear. She would stop recording, and the ones that I could hear, she would record again. So it was all lies on me. But then I actually <laughs> went back and got Crisscross, Young, Rich, and Dangerous. So. I kind of count both of those as like my first hip hop albums. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> that's that's crazy. Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah. Uh, any hip hop artist do you see yourself working with in the near future, or the future? Uh, I would love to. I mean, just have like my bucket list. I want to work with Jay Z. Um, oh, I would love. Nice. To, yeah, I would love to do that. Um, Ghostface Killer's always been on my list. Um, mm-hmm. MF Doom has always been on my list. Um, I would love to work with some of the dudes from Griselda. Um, you know, just a, a lot of different people. You know, like it's it's a it's an interesting time in music to where you could bring anybody to your sound. Mm-hmm. So I love to work with Snoop some more. Um, all sorts of people. Wow. I'm just I'm open to whatever. Really. Would you want to work with like Nas? Yes, or yes. Uh, would love to, yeah. would love to work with Nas. I, I actually met Nas recently, so hopefully something happens with that. But oh, wow. uh, yeah, that would be amazing. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, you worked on a lot of albums, beat tapes in your career, from the Carry On Experience. Oh wow! Yeah. To the Soul Fighter, and now No Let Up. No. Which of those albums, tapes, is your best work? My best work? It's a great question. Yeah. I feel like um, I always kind of come back to three albums, or mm-hmm. maybe four, actually. I think people would say that Pharaoh is the best one. It seems like that's the, the favorite amongst people that I kind of come across when I tour, do uh, just different appearances. People usually talk to me about Pharaoh. Uh, Soul Provider is another one. Um, mm. Save My Soul is an album where a lot of people kind of heard me and like got attached to my music for the first time. Mm. Um, I personally love the last album, Low, a lot. But, uh, you know, Gun to My Head, I guess I would say Pharaoh because that's the one that everybody loves. And it's funny because that's the one I put the least amount of thought into. That was just pure inspiration. I, I saw a picture of Rakim and I mm. was in New York in a blizzard and I love cold weather and I just wanted to make an album that felt like those two different things. Like, a Rakim picture and a blizzard, like a New York blizzard, cold weather. So that's what I was able to make. That's cold. Yeah. That's that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> what are some common mistakes you hear from upcoming producers? You said mistakes? Yeah. So um, mistakes from... I would say being uh, overly eager and... Um, mm. It's important to, especially in the studio, just to always add value to the room and always tell people adding value sometimes has nothing to do with music. Sometimes, like when I was coming up, I used to meet people and I would just tell them my name and leave it at that because my my mindset was, I don't want to be the guy coming up to you saying, hey, I'm Jan Sport J, I got beats, blah, blah, blah. I had the mindset of, hey, I want you to know my name is Jan Sport J and you're going to hear or see it again. And uh, that's how a lot of that actually happened. I would go and introduce, I always made sure to introduce myself to people. Um, I would find a way to introduce myself. And then 
during the blog era, my, you know, a lot of my music got posted. So people would meet me the third or fourth time and they would tell me like, yo, like your beats are hard. I love your beats. We should work. And then when you come from that angle, you have leverage in the situation instead of seeming overly eager. So I always tell people to kind of be patient, let your music do the talking, but stay ready. You know, if opportunity pops up, you, you got to be ready. So um, that's that's the thing that I see a lot of the producers kind of uh, messing up with sometimes, just being overly eager, just trying to throw beats at people, um, being kind of, if you're in a room where there's some uh, professional artists and you're a little eager and you're taking pictures mm-hmm. in the studio and stuff like that, making people uncomfortable, you're probably not going to get invited back to the studio. So really it's about just, you know, maintaining confidence within yourself and um, and true. working hard, really. That's true. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, any new projects coming up? Um, I got another beat take coming out. Uh, it's probably going to come out in June called Soul Fidelity. So I'm going to put that out. Uh, I got a lot of collaborations that I'm working on. Um, just trying to put a lot more of those out. It's kind of similar to how I did the 12 beat tapes in 12 months last year. I'm not going to be able to do 12 collaborations like that. But um, I do want to, you know, just put out a lot more and put them out frequently. So I've been working with people like Stally, uh, Thurs, mm-hmm. Mibs from Pac Div, my man Buddha Monk in Japan, Quentin Miller. We've been working on some stuff. Uh, and wow. me and Hit Boy as usual. So uh, just branching out, doing some more stuff like that, really. Okay. All right. Okay. So that was it for all the serious questions. Word, word. So now we're getting to the fun questions now. Mm-hmm. So Kobe or Jordan or LeBron? Oh, man. Well, I feel like- I feel like this is too soon, but well, I, <laughs> but yeah. Let me on. say first and for, <laughs> foremost that I am a Laker fan, so I am from LA. Oh. So I've seen Kobe his entire career. So Kobe is my man. Oh. But I saw that man Jordan play, and Jordan is the greatest of all time. So I'm gonna always roll with Jordan. Okay, that's dope. That's dope. Favorite color jazz sport bag. And why? Uh, let's see. <laughs> it might be boring, but I'm gonna just go with the black jazz sport, you know, black, like just yeah, a black joint or maybe like a tan joint. Um, I try oh, not okay. to get too crazy with the colors, but black or tan, really. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So here's a cool little question here. You go into a music store, and you're and you're looking for a vine. What is it? I'm looking for what? A vinyl. Oh, I'm looking for a vinyl. What is it? Uh, well, I mean, a lot of times, especially being a soul sample-based <laughs> producer, like, you just go to mm-hmm. the section and, like, you're, you're digging around. You're not looking for anything in particular. I can tell you mm-hmm. what I do look for. I always look at album artwork. Um, I look at the mm-hmm. year that it was made. Um I look at okay. the label if I'm familiar with the label if I know the producers on there so I guess so if I was to answer that I would try and come in and I want to find a record from about like 72 to 74 and um, I want it to feel like Black Ivory um, yeah something like that I would look for a record that's between like 1972-1974 that's where a lot of the heat was at for me personally Okay, okay. 
what is the best places you travel to? Oh man, the best places I've traveled to uh, for music. I just came back from Japan yeah. and that was incredible. I was in Tokyo. So, uh, so I was. There. What's that? I always wanted to go there. Oh, it's amazing, <laughs> man. Tokyo is. Uh, I tell people it's like mm-hmm. it's the past and the future at the same time. Like all their technology and stuff is just super efficient but they dress like it's 1995 i saw dudes like in baggy jeans and and beanies and stuff like that and it was like it was crazy but uh i love japan uh i love madrid spain i've been able to go there Mm -hmm. i love uh toronto personally it's my favorite city uh to just go to outside of music just to kick it like i love toronto uh so i would i would put those three up there What's your favorite place in Toronto? Uh, you, you would say, or just when I'm in Toronto, my girl is up there. So when I'm in Toronto, like mm-hmm. I, I, I got like a whole little system out there. Now I love going to, I think it's called Mache. I like going to Mache. It's mm-hmm. a little food court spot. Uh, we usually, what else do we do out there? We hit the Cosmos Record Shop. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be over at the studio with Keys and Crates working over off of uh, Queen Street. Um, what else other spots that a lot of red bull events and stuff you guys have a lot of events and stuff out there i love it um oh you like going to i got a i got a breakfast spot that i go to what's the name of it oh i hate that i'm blanking on it they have the most fire french toast but uh yes it's a a little brunch spot out there i want to say it's on college or something like that college or dundas but uh Mm -hmm. but yeah i I love Mm -hmm. toronto i'd be up there as much as i can get up there well Come back as soon as possible. Most definitely. Most <laughs> definitely. Uh, any advice to any upcoming producers? Yeah, I, I would say trust your own ears. Uh, I get a lot of people um, sending me their music, asking me to check it out and to listen to it. And uh, I get it in one sense that you kind of want people to, to hear you out and stuff like that. But I encourage people to have their own confidence because chances are your ears are as good as mine. So just be honest with mm-hmm. yourself listen to your stuff and you know the same way you listen to Dilla the same way you listen to whoever you listen to that you like and listen to your stuff and say do I like this like is it good is it like can it be better um just trust mm-hmm. your own ears and uh and definitely trusting your own sound it's trust me I I've done this for a while to where I've seen a lot of different trends come and go I had people tell me I needed to start making the 80s type of cool kids beats back in uh, the late 2000s mm-hmm. and then they told me that I needed to make dubstep at the beginning of this decade and then they told me I needed to do trap and I just stayed me throughout I'll, I'll dabble in those things when I want to do it but I've always tried to stay true to what I like doing and uh, it's worked out for me so I would tell people you know trust your own ears and make music from an honest space and if you do that it's going to connect with somebody so don't worry about trying to reach the masses. Try and do what you do and let people come to you. I always say all attraction, no chasing. So that's what I would tell people. Uh, that's dope advice. Really dope yeah. advice. All right, go ahead and share your uh, social media links. Yeah, so Jasper J on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you Google Jasper J, whatever I'm on, it'll pop up. Okay, all right. So, thank you, Jasper Jay. It's been a pleasure having you on this episode. This is awesome. 
I hope you, I hope great things happen to you in, in the near future. And um, yeah. Oh man, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Also make sure to check out Jazzport J's beat tape, No Let Up, available on jazzportmusic.com. This closes another episode of Cool Concept Podcast and we are out. Peace.